time for promotions here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show once again. And I will start with my daughter, as I always do. Very beautiful, just like her mother in Atlanta, Georgia. The best nail technician for your toes as well inside the 285 perimeter and or outside of the 285 perimeter once again in atlanta georgia jonesboro georgia to be specific nails by a money is the name of her business and the address is 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 302 Three, six. Keeping it all in the family here at the Props Fix Football Podcast Show. And next up is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is A-R-I-G as in GOAT, A-T-O-J-O-E-Y at SoundCloud.com. The missus has a bunch of businesses herself, and I will start with ShopNeolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is ShopNeolife.com forward slash my last name and the word health, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-L-T-A. You can hit her up at heavenlyhairbrand.com. And if you have any questions and you need some info about uh, heavenlyhairbrand.com, you can contact her at info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. Also, last but certainly not least, Forced Crafts and Custom Designs. And once again, that is two R's in our last name, F-O-R-R-E-S-T, Forced Crafts and custom designs there is a instagram page for heavenlyhairbrand.com and there is a youtube page or should i say a facebook page for forest crafts and custom designs last but certainly not least moi you're listening to them spotify for podcasters i'm on amazon uh radio or should i say amazon audio i am on iHeartRadio. i am on pandora I am on Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. You can also locate me on Twitter, Prophets underscore Picks. I'm on YouTube as well, the Prophets Picks 2019. That is the year that the podcast show started. And the Prophets Picks at gmail.com is the email address. Hit me up sometime. Check me out. I am literally everywhere. Facebook as well. Coming up next, another edition of the Prophet's Picks football podcast show. Hope you enjoy it. Listen to the end. Good afternoon. It is time once again for the Prophets Picks football podcast show. And on today, during the lunch hour, which is almost over, by the way, um, I will be talking to everyone out there about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers post 2023 NFL draft. And once again, uh, this is the Prophets Picks football podcast show, and I am going to be talking today about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers rosters post-2023 NFL draft. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Tuesday up until this point, and uh, mine's has been great so far. Once again, this is the uh, 
lunch hour edition of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, which once again is quite frankly almost over. So uh, I definitely will be staying on track today and I will be rushing through this show. Um, Of course, after work, there will only be one more team from the NFC South roster to review and that is my beloved Atlanta Falcons sort of kind of can't wait to get to those guys and their roster and uh there is a part of me that wants to wait and uh save them for last because I am honestly kind of afraid of what I will see and uh the reason why is because if you are a fan of a particular NFL franchise or your favorite team or what say you um you know what the team did on a consistent basis last year, what they were good at, and you wonder why they didn't stick to that, right? And uh, at the end of the day, I saw a few Atlanta Falcons games last season, and I saw what they were good at, and I saw that they tried to stick to it, and then in some games, I noticed that they did not stick to it. And then the whole Marcus Mariota uh, leaving the team thing happened, and it was just basically another wasted year for the franchise and it was uh not necessarily disappointing because if you go into an nfl season with no expectations of your favorite team then you won't be let down when they don't meet those expectations and if you don't have any expectations for them to meet they're not going to let you down now it's different if you don't have any expectations and then they build you up and then they fall to the ground And uh, that's sort of kind of what happened with the Falcons on last year. And I'm pretty sure that's a lot of what the Buccaneers fans went through on last season as well. Once again, it is the afternoon hour here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. And we are 19 minutes past the 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time Zone on the East Coast, Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Division time zone. It is approximately 2.19 p.m. 12.19, 19 minutes afternoon in the mountain time zone. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the show. Good morning on the West Coast. Pacific time zone is 11.19 a.m. Alaska. Good morning. 10.17 a.m. there. And it is approximately 8.17 Hawaiian Standard Time. Aloha to all of the Hawaiian Islands, specifically Kaipole, Honolulu, Waikiki, Honolulu, which is the capital of Hawaii, by the way, uh, Maui, Pearl Harbor Islands. Once again, all of the Hawaiian Islands, Hawaiian Standard Time is approximately now 8.20 a.m. All right. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, roster review post 2023 NFL draft. And I'm really proud of myself this year in particular doing this podcast show more so than I have been in past years and the reason why is because as the NFL draft was coming to an end I believe at that time I had at least 25 or about 22 teams still to talk about roster wise to review and um, I've never had that many teams rosters remaining to review and give my grades on after an NFL draft I always basically rushed through each and every offseason phase of uh, the podcast because 
number one, I sort of kind of wanted to hurry the season along, the offseason along so that the regular season could then magically appear. And the other reason for that is because I was just so excited that I was doing something that I loved and I was doing something on a consistent basis and I was getting better at it on a consistent basis. You know, there are a lot of things in my life that I necessarily did not finish and I started it, but I never finished it. And that's not a good feeling. And it's very fulfilling for me to be able to do something new and different and be able to fulfill it and finish it. And uh, I said to myself, this off season, I'm going to do the show a little bit differently. And I also had to find something new and different and fresh to bring to the show. And uh, I have to give the missus credit for that. We were sitting down watching the Super Bowl. And uh, that's how the Prophets Picks perspective got started. So um, an amazing idea uh, by her. That is a one video per week type of deal. And uh, I thank God for uh, my better half hooking a brother up with an amazing idea so before i got to this week i basically had 16 teams remaining i was done with basically half of the league and uh some of those rosters were done during the nfl draft and some of those rosters were reviewed uh after the nfl draft and at the start of this week i believe it was or last weekend i was sitting right on 16 teams and as we are right in the middle of the month of may i am right in the middle of 2023 roster review shows the tampa bay buccaneers signed a lot of players after the draft ended for the undrafted rookie free agents and this is something that happens every single year the first day of may which is either a uh, a Saturday, a Monday, or a Sunday, depending on how the days fall. Sometimes it's a Friday, but it's always at the end of the NFL draft. And Buccaneers, if you ask me, they have signed some sneaky good guys that more than likely will end up on that final 53 man roster or that practice squad post 2020 COVID practice squad roster. That's what the Buccaneers will have. And some of the names, as I look at them right now, they are generational names, meaning that either their father and or their father and uncle and or someone from their family played in the NFL at one point in time and for the sake of time I'm not going to go into depth of detail with some of these last names but just looking at a lot of these last names um, they are in some way some form shape or fashion bloodlines and some of these guys actually did play on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers football franchise when they played or should I say when their family members played back in the day so, first and foremost, the undrafted rookie free agent signings for the Buccaneers. And then, of course, the draft picks. And then I will go position by position 
in the roster of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers currently as it sits here at this point in time on Tuesday, May the 16th, 2023. Hot day outside here in the city of Houston. And I am coming to you from the Prophets Pick Studios forward slash media centers here in the city of Houston. And uh, Jonathan Hefney from the University of Tennessee defensive back. The first guy to be signed as an undrafted rookie free agent. Um, and some of these guys are from the XFL and or the USFL. And I talked about this a lot on yesterday. These are leagues right now that is not only a breeding ground for future NFL talent, but it's also a breeding ground for players um, that are still trying to find their way and make their names known in the NFL um, that have been in the NFL for a few years and just have not been able to catch on because of depth or because of they just aren't ready. Um, we know college is a breeding ground and we know the NFL draft drafts players from college and a lot of these guys come into the NFL and they're ready to play right away. Well, these undrafted rookie free agents, is it is just what it says. They are players that did not get drafted in the NFL. But because of the establishment, thanks to uh, XFL owners Dana Garcia and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and then, of course, the United States Football League that started and got off the ground uh, before the XFL could be reestablished a few years ago because the pandemic stopped it from being established. Um, you have two different platforms in two different areas where players can either revive their career or not even go to the draft, not go to the NFL combine, not participate in NFL pro days, and they can make themselves a name because, look, the NFL's watching, right? And this is something that I said years ago in 2019 when I first started the podcast. The NFL is going to go and find that guy that nobody knows about. They're going to go and look under a rock, literally, if they have to. And there are some colleges with the name Rock in the name of their college, in the name of their university. For example, Slippery Rock. And that's what I mean by the NFL will literally go to a university and literally look under a rock to find that next unknown top tier talent that was overlooked. And those are the best guys. And I'm thinking that some of these last names here that the Buccaneers have are family tree names, milestone guys, second, third and fourth generation players. For one reason or another, I mean, a lot of these players, when you see their last names, it's just not a common last name, right? You know, we know that Stewart is a common last name. We know that Mac is a common last name. We know the more noticeable common last names is Walker, Brown, Green, uh, Jackson. Jones is a super duper common last name and uh we know that baker is another one of those common last names but tywayne miles or taiwan miles from tarleton state defensive tackle signed as an undrafted rookie free agent chris bradwell from troy university defensive tackle undrafted rookie free agent and then elbert mack from troy 
two players from Troy, one from Tarleton State at cornerback. There was an Albert Mack in the NFL a few years back and uh, not too sure, but I'm thinking that that is a family member. I know for a fact that Chris Gold has to got to be Robbie Gold's son, right? Chris Gold from the University of Virginia. These are unique last names and uh, Gold is spelled G-O-U-L-D. And at the end of the day, um, I didn't really know how to pronounce that last name until I actually heard one of the announcers announce that. So it's got to be Robbie Gold's either his brother or his uh, son or nephew. One of those. And uh, yeah, it's his brother. It's his, it's his sibling. And uh, got to have a knack for being able to notice these names. And uh, names are cool, especially when they do amazing things in the NFL. Running back Carl Stewart from the University of Auburn is with the Buccaneers. Safety Steve Tate from Utah. Wide receiver Derek Richards from Utah as well. Um, then defensive end Vegas Franklin from We Don't Care About Nobody Subjects You. Wide receiver Amari Jackson from the University of Southern Florida will get a tryout. Three players from the University of Southern Florida. That is the Golden uh, Bulls, uh, by the way, plays in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium during the regular collegiate season. Um, and Southern Florida and Central Florida have one of the uh, better known rivalries, especially in the last few years in all of college football. And uh, Jarrett Carnes or Jarrett Carnes, as well as Walt Walker, uh, Jackson wide receiver, Carnes and Walker on the offensive line, Carnes and Walker. Um, all three of those guys will get um, tryouts from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Uh, Got to stay on track here. Not a lot of time in this particular edition of the Profits Picks uh, roster review series post 2023 NFL draft. All right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, draft picks in this past uh, late April of 2023. Um, they drafted, let me see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players. Drafted eight players. And uh, in the first round, they took uh, Kalija Kansi, University of Pittsburgh. A lot of people was trying to compare him to Aaron Donald. I hate it when people are comparing a player out of college to a well-established future Hall of Famer like Aaron Donald, especially now that he has a Super Bowl ring, just because he went to the same college and just because they're basically the same physical build. Here's the thing. Has anybody seen Mr. Kansi's body compared to Aaron Donald's body as old NFL years wise as Aaron Donald is? Okay, if you have, you understand why I don't like the comparison. This guy was chiseled out of stone. There's only so many guys that are cut like Aaron Donald. And uh, I know uh, DJ Metcalf is one of those guys, uh, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. There's not many specimens out there like that. And it translates on the field. They're not just big for nothing, right? Um, second round pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Cody Mock, North Dakota State uh, University. Uh, he was a second round, 48th overall, 82nd overall in the third round outside linebacker Yaya Diaby. 
say that name three times fast from the University of Louisville. Uh, two fifth rounders for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, an inside linebacker, and a tight end. So, if you are paying attention to what's going on here, Tampa Bay Buccaneers addressing their defensive line, their front seven, and they are addressing their offensive line. They got a guard in the second round. They got a defensive lineman in the first round. They got an edge outside rushing type of linebacker. They got a middle linebacker. All four of those first few picks are a part of that front seven, whether it's the offensive line or the defensive line to run block and pass block or rush the, the quarterback of the opposing team. And the uh, inside linebacker, 153rd overall, was Sir Servassier Dennis from the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, Tampa Bay went to Pittsburgh twice, right? Pitt Panthers still on the offensive line, a tight end that can block from University of Purdue, uh, Payne Durham, 171 overall in the fifth round of the 2000 NFL draft, and then went to the secondary, went back to the offense, three six-rounders, uh, DB Josh Hayes from Kansas State, 181st overall, six-round, 191st overall wide receiver, Trey Palmer, straight offense, Nebraska, and then back to the defense, outside linebacker Jose Ramirez, Eastern Michigan, 196th overall in the NFL draft, and there you have it, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight draft picks of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers did not have a fourth round pick in this year's uh, 2023 NFL draft and they also did not have any seventh round picks and now we move over to where things get very interesting here on the show why do I say that because I get to grade out each and every classroom and I get to explain to you why I'm giving each classroom that grade and once again promotional portion of the show the first two and a half minutes you can listen to that and towards the end of that you will have my contact information and I'm hoping that you will contact me and tell me why you don't agree with the grade that I give your favorite team and I mean this year a lot of you really can't disagree with me I mean just looking in my notebook here I gave the entirety of the AFC North A pluses I think that's the most talented division in all of the NFL um, the only team that I gave a grade that is low overall I believe it was the uh, Green Bay Packers I think it was I gave them I believe it was a what a B minus I think it's the lowest grade I've given out thus far um I gave the Arizona Cardinals a B minus and people would probably look at me and think that I'm crazy when I did that. Um, 49ers obviously is an A plus. Um, I think the lowest grade that I have given any NFL franchise, quite frankly, is either a B minus or a C plus. So and hopefully I did actually give the team overall a grade at the end of each show, because now that I'm looking through my notebook, it's starting to look like uh, a trigonometry here. It's what it's starting to look like. It's starting to look like trick. And uh, I was I am not a mathematician at all. So, yeah, listen to the roster review shows. If you don't agree with me, you can email me. Uh, Baker Mayfield, going back to his original uh, jersey number six, 
the number that he had when he was drafted into the NFL by the Cleveland Browns six years ago. Yet another quarterback from Oklahoma, 6'1", 28 years of age, going into once again his sixth season from the University of Oklahoma. I just said a few things at least two or three times, but more than likely he's going to be the guy that wins it out, right? Um, how many Buccaneers fans, or if you're not a fan of the Buccaneers and you're a fan of the NFL, and you know about the quarterback classroom before listening to this show that the Buccaneers have. How many of you feel that Cal Trask will beat out Baker Mayfield? Cal Trask, six foot five, 236, 25 years of age, is going into his third year from Florida. And the Buccaneers, I believe, drafted him either after Tom Brady's first year or during Tom Brady's first year. Uh, it's 2023, so 23, 22, 21. I think it was after the uh, Buccaneers won that Super Bowl. During Brady's first year, they drafted Cal Trash. Nevertheless, um, from Wake Forest University, uh, John Wolford, former Los Angeles Ram, followed Baker Mayfield, who was a Los Angeles Ram for a short period of time last year as well. And uh, both Wolford and Rayfield stand at six feet, one inches tall. However, Wolford is only 200 pounds going, in, going into his fourth season. Once again, he is 27 years of age. Um, Baker Mayfield has been basically off more than he has been on. Injuries has had a lot to do with that. He looked very sharp, not even being in the Rams system for the majority of the season last year. And uh, on that alone, uh, with Kyle Trask and the hope that he's going to be a good quarterback and his potential, um, I have to give the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback classroom a C plus because Wolford was okay in Sean McVay's system, but is he going to be just as well in this Buccaneers offensive system? Uh, we don't know. Um, only time will tell. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Buccaneers have a new um, offensive coordinator as well. Running short on time here. I got to zoom through the rest of this roster review show. Uh, Ronnie Brown, rookie from Shepard. Anybody remember the first Ronnie Brown that played in the NFL for the Miami Dolphins from the University of Auburn? And this is proof in what I said earlier in the show. The NFL will go across the country, even outside of the country, seeking the best players. They'll look under every rock. Shepherd University, not a well-known university. Chase Edmonds has been with the Cardinals. He was with my Miami Dolphins. He is still in the state of Florida as a Buccaneer. And going back to Kyle Trash really quickly, not Trash, but Trask, T-R-A-S-K. Um, he played his college football in the state of Florida as well at the University of Florida Gators. All right, Edmonds played at Fordham. Patrick Laird or Laird or Laird uh, played at University of Cal, six feet two five, twenty-seven years of age, going into his fourth season. He was a Ram at one point in time in his career as well. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. If I am, please forgive me. Um, rookie Sean Tucker, a running back from the Q's. That's in the upper northeastern portion of the country, the Atlantic division time uh time zone uh Keyshawn Vaughn a holdover going into his fourth year from Vanderbilt University 
And part of the reason why um, Leonard Fournette was able to go and uh, there was not a lot of fight with it as he asked for his release earlier this offseason is because Rashad White, the rookie from last year from Arizona State, he flashed, didn't he, on a really bad Tampa Bay Buccaneers football team. They just seemed like they were really overwhelmed at times in this running back classroom. Once again, with holdovers, Keyshawn Vaughn, the rookie who showed a lot of promise and flashes last year, Rashad White. Um, gets a grade of a B minus the fullbacks, which Patrick Laird falls into that category, even though he's only 205 pounds, the fullbacks, the H backs, the tight ends um, will get a grade um, of a uh, C plus. And the reason why is because you only saw so much from Kate Otten. Even with Tom Brady last year, you only saw so much from Cole Keeft. They're both going into their second year. They were both rookies last year. Otten from Washington University and then Keeft from Minnesota University. Dominic Daphne, he was in the NFL. Then he went missing. I think he was on a practice squad or something like that. And he makes a reappearance. He reemerges and uh, he's going into his second year. Uh, Ryan Durham is a rookie. Tight end from Purdue, 6'6", 253. And then, of course, David Wells going into his third year. Another rookie, South Pacific Islander, Asian-American, Polynesian, um, Samoan, Hawaiian. We love these guys here at the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show. Tanner Taula, T-A-U-L-A. Once again, 6'6", 251, Illinois State. At least I believe he is of that uh descent looking at his name um but i could be wrong and i mean no disrespect when i say by looking at his name because you can look at someone's name and they are completely totally opposite uh color and creed that you think they are it would help a lot if the buccaneers had a picture of the kid up here but of course they do not so that lets me know right there that he's been signed uh recently and um looking at his picture um on google uh yeah could be right but nevertheless no racism or discrimination here on the show um justin skull on the offensive line 66315 brandon walton going into a second year for florida atlantic university i did skip the wide receivers i'm going to come back to those guys don't worry um tristan Wirfs, of course is an a-plus offensive lineman Um, He was a first-round pick when he was drafted into the NFL, going into his fourth year from Iowa. Um, The Buccaneers have literally went across the country, but the majority of their players for their offensive line uh, is the Big Ten. Um, Robert Hainsey from Notre Dame, 6'4", 306, going into his third year. Uh, Silas Dazani, or Dazanzi, D-Z-A-N-S-I, 6'5", 337, rookie from Vautech. And the guards, Luke Goedeke, 6'5", through 12. Question is, can he stay healthy? From Central Michigan, uh, Cody Mock, already told you about him. He's the rookie that they drafted. John Molchon, M-O-L-C-H-O-N. Hopefully I pronounced his name right. 6'5", 309, going into his fourth year from Boise State. Uh, you got Aaron Stein, 
but I, I always think it's Stinny though because it's S-T-I-N-N-I-E. 6331229 years of age from James Madison University going into a sixth year. That's an FCS school. Center Ryan Jensen, 31 years of age. Hopefully he can stay healthy in training camp. That's where he really got hurt last year. A minus for the offensive line. Wide receivers for the Buccaneers. You already know that they're going to get an A plus, right? If you don't know, you should know, especially if you are a Buccaneers fan. I mean, Chris Godwin going into it's already been in the league seven years from Penn State. There's another Big Ten school. Mike Evans from Texas A&M going into his 10th year already. Seems like he's been around a lot longer. 6'5", 231. Devin Tompkins from Utah State, 5'8", 155. Going into his second year um, in the NFL as well. But look, with Evans and Godwin alone, as long as they're healthy, these are A-plus wide receivers. These are also Super Bowl champion wide receivers. Um, once again, for the sake of time, A-plus wide receivers. And the offense for the Buccaneers, sorry Buccaneers fans, only a B-minus. You got a C-plus quarterback classroom. And even though you got an A, excuse me, on your offensive line, it does not grant you the graciousness and niceness of getting an A on your offense. Sorry. Um, Greg Gaines, another former Ram, joining the Buccaneers. 6-1-3-12. Went into his fifth year from Washington. Patrick O'Connor, a holdover. He's been with the Buccaneers for some years now. 6-4-2-70, going into his fifth year. Eastern Michigan. Um, Buccaneers basically have a player from every directional school in the state of Michigan, don't they? I believe that they do. It looks like that they do. Once again, I'm on the defensive side of the football now. I'm on the defensive line. And uh, Willington Prevalon sounds like a law firm. 65287 from Rutgers University. Uh, Deidre Sanat going into his fifth year. 61305 from University of Southern Florida. Um, Vita Vea, you already know. 64347, 28 years of age. He got married recently. Congratulations. Um, going into a sixth year from University of Washington. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line. Uh, duh, right? A plus. Goes without saying. Have a stout, solid defensive line. Their defensive line has been solid, has been stout even before uh, Tom Brady arrived in 2020. Um, and that's part of the reason why he went there. A lot of the pieces were already in place. Ulysses Gilbert, man. I'm on the linebackers now. Six feet, 230, going into his fourth year from Akron. Akron University. Um, LeBron James, anyone? And uh, the lunch hour has come to an end. And I'll have to finish this later on this afternoon. All right. So it is afternoon time. I hope everyone had a wonderful Tuesday. And with that being said, I got to go ahead and finish up where I left off at lunch earlier today with the grading of the linebacker classroom. I believe I left off with Ulysses Gilbert, um, Devin White, of course, going into his fifth year from LSU, um, Levante David, and then KJ Britt, KJ Britt, Levante David, and Devin White, they're all A-plus players, but when you get a guy like Ulysses Gilbert in a supporting role from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and for some strange reason, I just feel like he has been missing 
the last few years. I don't know if it's because of injuries or what, but this linebacker classroom in the middle gets an A+. Of course, once again, K.J. Britt, Levante David, and Devin White. Outside linebackers, they get a, uh, uh, I'll be generous, a B, even. Uh, Joe Tyron Shoyanka, he was a first-round draft pick a few years back, 6'5", 259, uh, three years back, first-round draft pick from the University of Washington. Anthony Nelson, a pretty good reserve backup role type of guy. Uh, 6'7", 271, going into his fifth year from Iowa, Cam Gill, going into his fourth year from Wagner. Linebackers, once again, A+. Kind of weird uh, picking this show up, like, literally three and a half to almost four hours later, but Carlton Davis the third, 6'1", 206, 26 years of age, going into his sixth year from Auburn. Jamil Dean. 6-1-206, 26 years of age. No, I'm not repeating the same thing over. Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis III are the same height, the same weight, the same age. However, Davis III has been in the league one year longer. And they are both from Auburn. And they are both A-plus cornerbacks. And with those guys and the rest of these guys, Anthony Chels- Chesley, 6 feet, 190, 27 years of age, going into his third year, Coastal Carolina, Don Gardner, uh, one year in the NFL, 6'1", 180, South Dakota State. You got Deron Lowe. Uh, Derek Pitts is a rookie. Uh, Keenan Isaac is a rookie. Cornerbacks and DBs with D. Delaney as a DB. Going into his third year. Josh Hayes, the rookie that was drafted. These DBs are an A+. Buccaneers defense is an A+. And because their defense was uh, an A+, and their offense was a B-, these guys get an A-. Yeah, you're probably wondering why and how does this guy's grading scale work? It just does. I didn't forget the safeties. Antone Winfield Jr., 5'9", 203, 24 years of age, going into his fourth year from Minnesota. Of course, that is uh, Antone Winfield Sr.'s son, by the way. Nolan Turner, going to get a shot, man, going into his second year from Clemson. And then Kayvon Merriweather, rookie from Iowa. I wonder, that last name is very familiar. Ryan Neal, 6'3", 200, coming over. He was a former Falcon, but he's coming over from the Seattle Seahawks. Once again, DBs are a A+. And the defense for the Tempe Buccaneers is an A+. From the front of the defense to the back of the defense with the safeties. Offense is a B-, which grades the team out to be an A-. This afternoon, if everything goes, or should I say later on, this afternoon after I complete this show and publish it I will in fact do the Atlanta Falcons but first I got to get this one published as I picked up where I left off earlier today during the lunch hour Atlanta Falcons Russell Review Show is next in a few minutes and I hope you have enjoyed the Buccaneers Russell Review Show especially you Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans everybody stay safe out there Atlanta Falcons coming up next here at the Props Fix Football Podcast Show 1.